Welcome to The Mugen Multiverse, an anime podcast where three weebs of varying levels come together to discuss the what-ifs of your favorite modern anime. So put on your favorite t-shirt shirt and cozy up for another episode of The Mugen Multiverse. your feelings i don't respect anyone's feelings respect your surroundings god damn (laughs) storming out now i can't because now we're in a triangle so i can't storm out while well yeah now yeah my my path has now been completely cut off i mean we got an upgrade in our studio so i mean we got some lights yeah yeah, and and we we got about maybe like two more square feet of of room yeah. to kind of move around in. So that's true. That's true. Started seven deadly sins today. Okay. How, yeah. how is it? Um, was it deadly? Not yet. <laughs> okay. Um, it it's, it's kind of okay. I'm digging it. The, the antagonist or not antagonist, the protagonist Meliodas. It's like super powerful, but also just like a total perv and just like, He's at least grabbing this one girl's boobs or butt like every single episode. I'm just like, can so we like, like get to the plot? So he's like Mineta. Yeah, but he's actually like <laughs> going through with it. Like literally, she was just she's like just walking, and she's like, "Oh, that's weird. It feels like there's like a something going on behind me. What was that?" And he's like, "Oh, it's just me." Ew. Just grabbing it, and you're like, "Can you relax, my guy?" So like the seven deadly sins, because I haven't watched it yet. So like, right. is it is is in direct relation to like the seven de- deadly sins? Like from- they're not necessarily like maybe their personalities. I don't know enough yet. I'm only like four or five episodes in. But they're they're just their name was the seven deadly since they were like a group of knights and like oh, warriors okay. that like fought and stuff. So no one was like lust or greed or I mean that's what they're doing. Yeah, so Meliodas is the It's definitely lust, I would the, assume. Yeah, he no, he is wrath. Oh, okay. He is wrath. Yes. Okay. So yeah, so, yeah it's still like correlated. There's still like mm-hmm. So there's like them, seven main each. characters. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting so far. I hear it's really really, really good plot. Apparently a really good love story. Um, I've also heard the animation starts kind of slacking though, and that's that that might hurt huh. me. We'll see. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, every time I like, oh, not every time, but usually when pe- when I'm like, oh, the animation looks grody, you guys are like, the animation gets better. And I've never heard the animation gets worse. <laughs> I've only heard animation right? gets better over time. Yeah. You know, it gets. <laughs> sometimes you'll have an episode too, like maybe another company came in and like animated a few episodes and it's a little off and different you can see that in my hero actually there's a few episodes where like deku's face looks like younger and more babyish, and it was kind of after the overhaul fight actually and a lot of people came out and were like whoa is this like a whole thing that like he got younger because airy like did all this stuff blah blah, blah. there are all these theories and like, like nah, nah just a different animator my bad they should have just been like yes that's <laughs> actually <exactly. yes. laughs> that's what we intended oh my to gosh, do right? the whole time yeah i'm currently watching black clover as y'all know and um there is a big fight that happens like in i don't know like in the 50s like somewhere in the episode like 50 or something like that and i can definitely tell that the animation was put on the back burner compared to the rest of the show and i'm like like it was still great it was still good Mm -hmm. it still did its job but 
let's just rip that out of the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it still did its job, but it, you can definitely tell that it was just like, and that's mm-hmm. interesting. It, it was very choppy mm-hmm. in some spots. And I was just like, oh, that's sad. Well, there's this whole anime. It's called record of Ragnarok and it came out as a manga first and it pitted like the earth's strongest people throughout all of time. So people like Adam from Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. Gilgamesh, Adam um, wasn't that strong. Well, j- you, you don't know him like that. <laughs> uh, anyway, versus gods from all these different pantheons like Zeus or Thor, Thor, Rom, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. different kind of stuff. Not yet. And any pantheon. And it was so good. Like it'd be chapters and chapters and chapters of this fight. And then I start watching it and it literally butchered. It didn't even like do the fight scene. It like gave you like screenshots of like what the fight kind of looked like and oh. it completely turned me off and they completely ruined it and messed up i i'm so mad i didn't finish watching it i was so mad man really really upsetting. i watched the first like two or three episodes and then i stopped of that one yeah oh, what was this what you- record, uh, of record of ragnarok uh, oh, it's on okay, netflix okay. it's it's such a it had cool a good concept. story it had a really cool story such going. a cool because con- that first fight was um it was, was the- it lubu versus thor thor yeah Mm-hmm. That's a really cool. Lubu. He's a he's a Chinese Chinese uh, warrior, yes. mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. He's kind of he's he he very he's very similar to Guan Yu, um, in a way I would think. Like he he kind of carries his presence as Guan Yu. Really big. I forget the actual name of the the weapon he has, but it's kind of like a big spear. Basically, he's always on horseback mm-hmm. and like kind of like a cavalry unit almost. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. but very very strong, con- very big Chinese conqueror, all that kind of stuff. And it's mm-hmm. it's a really really cool concept. And they just blew it. Yeah. So speaking of Mineta, I don't think anyone brought, him up. <laughs> Who brought up Mineta. Why would anybody bring him up? But oh please continue. You're going to uh, say something about sticky balls. I can't wait. Yes. Sticky balls. Have you sticky guys balls. ever wondered what his sticky balls taste like? I hope grapes. If not grapes, then the only thing else I can imagine would be semen. Oh, gosh. Oh Have you gosh. ever thought oh. about what any of their quirks taste like? No. Like, do you think <laughs> they have a taste to them? <laughs> Especially the ones that like shoot stuff out of their body, so, like um, like what does uh, Cero's tape taste like? <laughs> like does it taste like tape? Maybe tape. Tape. Maybe tape. Probably scotch tape. Tape and I would blood. This is this blood? is what I think. I don't I don't think Manetta's balls would taste like grapes specifically, so, but they would be grape okay. flavored. Great. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, like you know how like, soda you know how like grape they don't taste like actual grape grapes. Flavor. They're grape flavored. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I think that's what it would be. That makes it kind of looks like he kind of dyed them purple, even almost. I, I so think like so. Maybe maybe he'd use <laughs> also, like that grape. What if Mineta dyed his hair? Would they change flavors? And would he do like <laughs> orange rush? <laughs> orange rush. <laughs> Boysenberry rush. <laughs> I mean, uh, you never know. Do you don't know how to spell boysenberry? Yeah, it's um boy. Zin berry. I thought it was poison berry. Boysen really? B-O-Y-S-E-N berry. Oh, good job. Yeah. I didn't yes, know that. I, I thought I, it was an I. Okay. It was created in California. Oh my God. At Knott's Berry Farm. Oh my God. They're the creators of boysenberry. That's right. This just in folks. I'm we are re- learning a very, <laughs> very valuable lesson about I wasn't ready about for this education right now. So of course I know how to spell boysenberry because I, I was raised at Knott's Berry Farm. I forgot <laughs> She's a boysenberry expert, thing. guys. Yes. yes. You thought it was poisonberry? I thought it was poisonberry because in no. A Bug's Life, 
it sounds like he says poison bat. Mm, poison bat. <laughs> you know that that <laughs> character. You know, I haven't seen that a long time, but I love that guy. It's, I love it's that such guy a good so character. Much. It's such a good poison bat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, beautiful butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful butterfly. Um, That's poison. Yeah, it's poison, and it was created by. It wasn't created like in Knott's Berry Farm, but the, but the, um, you know, whoever whoever is um, first name not. Like first name, last see, name. But first not. name, not. If you're what? driving by, though, like, <laughs> do you see that it's Knott's Berry Farm, and you're like, this isn't a berry farm? Uh, no, because everyone. I made that who, joke a lot. Everybody got mad at me. Everyone oh. who lives there yeah. knows that it's a theme, a theme park, like an amusement yeah, they, park. It's they, a, oh, it's a theme park. Yeah, they've heard that joke a million park. times. It's really yeah. Wait, so was a boysenberry an actual berry? Correct. Yes, they made it. They, so okay, I saw so, a wheel of fortune today. The Knott family. So their name, their last name is Knott. K N O T T. Okay. Okay. So the Knott family made the boysenberry. I don't know how they started the amusement park, but it's named after them. They have like a whole chicken, like kind of like babes. They have like a whole chicken dinner restaurant, like outside of the amusement park that you can go in and they're like known for their amazing chicken dinner. And then they have all these like little shops around the amusement park and then they sell the boysenberry there. And if you go to, um, a grocery store, in California, I mean, I'm sure it's here too, but they'll have the Knott's Berry, like boysenberry, like they'll have syrup, they'll have jam, stuff like that. And yeah, we've we've been there. So my brother used to work at Knott's Berry Farm. He actually worked at Knott's Not Scary Farm. Not Scary Farm. For Halloween. I think you know how like Universal does how like they, they Halloween berry with scary. How do you invent a berry? <laughs> That's, that's what, what I'm stuck That's like they made they made a berry. I think like, you have to take an a, a, like an already existing berry and then mess with it hard. So what like get into the DNA of the berry? I think it was like a blueberry, blackberry, and a blueberry together. They like they like splice. So it's a dark shit. blueberry. It's delicious. I don't, to be I, don't I can't honestly tell you if I've had boysenberry or not. I've never also, had a boysenberry. Don't call it Knott's Berry Farm. It's Knott's Berry Farm. What you just said, Knott's Berry Farm twice. Knott's Berry Farm. Remember, I, it, y'all always got on to me in California. You would about, call it, so emphasis on the berry. No, no, he would call it Knott's Berry. He would drop the oh, farm. Oh, I would just call it. Yeah, let's go to Knott's Berry. Oh, we have to say farm. You have yes. To say, you either you either say like let's go to Knott's. That's it. Or let's go to Knott's Berry Farm. You don't like, say oh, let's go to Knott's Berry. That was Knott's Berry, and they're like, who no. are you? So speaking of berries, That's there's also Cali. another berry that has been invented. It's called the Crunch Berry. Okay. Captain Crunch. Yes. Now, but that's no, the only other berry that I've ever heard. Unfortunately, not a real berry. All right. I'm gonna. I don't I'm think. About a, to I don't you. think a boysenberry is real. She's about it to is. give it to the you. The boysenberry is a cross among the European raspberry, European blackberry, American dewberry, and Loganberry. What are those other well, two berries? Yeah, hold on. No one even told me about Logan or dewberries. Yeah. What's a Loganberry? Well, let me go to Wikipedia. This is some great content. Welcome to the Mugen Multiverse, (laughs) where we talk about berries. (laughs) The berry multiverse. So a dewberry is a group of species in the genus Rubus. (laughs) Oh, Rubus. Closely Closely related to blackberries. They look like thick boy blackberries, like thick balls. Oh, I see. We got like bigger balls on them. Kind of looks like Minetta. Honestly. And then uh, Logan. I bet they taste like that. I bet he has dewberries. So yeah, yeah, yeah they're dewberries. A Loganberry basically looks like a red 
blackberry is a hybrid of the North American blackberry and European raspberry. So it's a blackberry and raspberry mixed together. So it looks like a. So they just so took all red. these berries and just spliced their DNA together to create a boysenberry. Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. Can we make a berry? I, I, I guess if you have berry. the technology, we can make whatever berry we want. I think we can figure it out. We Let's can make go our to own Walmart. berry. Here, here, hear me out. We okay. go to Walmart. Let's we get a strawberry. Right. And a blueberry. Okay. And that hasn't been done. A raspberry. Okay. In the late 1920s, some guy of the USDA began tracking down reports of large reddish purple berry that had grown on Boysen's farm. So Rudolph Boysen, he obtained a dewberry and a loganberry parent from the farm of this guy named John Lubin. And he traced Rudolph Boysen's farm to Anaheim, California. And that's where Walter Knott of Knott's Berry Farm. Um... He's a berry expert, not had never heard of this new berry. So I guess he didn't create it, but Darrow and not came together and made the boysenberry and not yeah. berry farm. I'm glad the state of California have finally has something for like to name it for, you know, it, like to it, it finally to give gained it something, something <laughs> that it, it, it they it have made the boysenberry. They have the boysenberry. I also like at the beginning of that article, the way you put it, where it was like tracking down leads for this berry, like it was some like murderous <laughs> berry. Like there's this strain of berry going around killing people and <laughs> we're trying to guy, track it down to California like, in his apartment in New York. And he's just like super stressed and just like, <laughs> he's just, there's this berry. I gotta it, find this it's like berry. that episode of It's Always Sunny where um, Charlie's in that mail room and he has all the. Oh <laughs> all my the, gosh. What? The mail. Pepe Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> I don't know who this Pepe Sylvia is. There's no one named Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> Charlie. Yeah. Everyone's been looking for their mail. Pepe Sylvia is looking for his mail. Boysenberry. <laughs> <laughs> it's the exact same. So. Yeah. That Welcome one. to the Mugen Multiverse, <laughs> where we talk about berries. <laughs> we learn and about anime berries sometimes. <laughs> My name's Marty, and I'm a Loganberry. <laughs> Ooh, I'm Meg, and I'm a Dewberry because I got big purple balls. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> And my name's Brett, and I'm Berries and Cream. <laughs> okay, okay, Berries and Cream making the comeback, making the comeback. He made the comeback and then disappeared again. Yeah, he like he, he like went out just as quick as he came back in. <laughs> yeah, because everybody's True. like, haha, Berries and Cream, what are that guy's up to? And they're like, oh, still is creepy. Okay. Yeah, still <laughs> creepy. Still, wow, still not a good, not good vibes. Does that video you showed me of him like showing how to do the dance, was that recently, like after he resurfaced? Correct. Or uh... No, that's old. That's oh. old berries and cream. He has his own TikTok. Correct. I wonder. And he looks just as terrifying. If there will be a berries and cream Super Bowl commercial. <gasps> Ooh. Definitely. It wouldn't surprise me. I bet you there is. Surprise me. Quick take. Who's going to Super Bowl? None of us. What? <laughs> well, I can't buy a ticket, but I know that uh, your Dallas Cowboys will be going to that Thank Super Bowl. You. I was referring to the teams playing yes, in the Super sir, Bowl. Yes, Thank sir. Yes, so sir. Oh, I was like, Cowboys Howie. all the way. <laughs> this week, we don't have a head coach, but it's fine. It's going to be okay. Um, I'm going to say the team going to the Super Bowl is going to be. You can even give me who's going to win if you don't want to name two teams. The... If you say Minnesota other- Vikings. 
Ooh, not a good call. Not a good call. Sorry, I'm just this. Uh, I just know. you know. I don't know anything about football. I just remember it from the that Lizzo song. From the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, See, there's it. only four answers to this question. I'd love to hear number them. one. Who's going to the Super Bowl? A. The Dallas Cowboys. Okay. B. The Dallas Cowboys. Well. C. The Dallas Cowboys. Sounds very. And D. All of the above. I wish I could be as confident as you. I'm always confident. And we always don't make it. <laughs> so maybe you should stop being confident. We'll make it. But that's how I am. I try to be confident all the time. So anyways, um, I don't want whatever team Tom Brady is on. The Buccaneers. Deal. Yeah. The Buccaneers. Yeah, it's a good yeah. call. I I'd, I'd rather them not as well. He has enough. He does have enough. I'm kind of rooting for uh, the Bills this year. The Bills look good. The Bills? Yeah. Bills look good. I I mean, of course, the Cowboys, sure. You got to root for the ones that are like 30 30 miles away. I don't. I I have for the first 30 years of my life. And... (sighs) Look where that got. And I have Look where that got. 24, me. almost 25. Oh my God. Actually, 20, they, they, they did well with Troy Aitman and Emma Smith, all that kind of stuff. Good times, good times, good times. Hey. Anyway, this is not a football podcast. No. Exactly. Oh. Anime so podcast. let me get into some announcements for you guys. Number one, thanks for being here. I know that's not an announcement, but you know, I just want to go ahead and just get out right out and say thank you for those that have, have been listening. We've definitely been looking at our analytics and all have been noticing that, um, Y'all been listening all the way through and we really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. definitely give us your feedback. Send us some emails and uh, send us in some questions or just um, if you want us to talk about anything specific, just throw it our way. Even if you don't have a question, but like if you're if you're here, if you're listening to us all the way through, just shoot us an email. Let us know you're listening. Hey, hey, keep it up. Keep it up. Email us at. You're okay. You're doing you're, all right. Keep, you're, keep doing you're, that. You're doing it. We're doing I'm things. I'm trying. They both need validation. I, oh that God. only you I can really provide. do. I, I work really, really hard. Endless hours of editing. Yeah, that's it's like part of my love language. I need that. I need. I just, I just need like a pat on the back. <laughs> hey, you're doing okay. Just uh, just something just not something. bad. Yeah, just not bad. Just it can be just mediocre. That's fine, and I'll be okay with that's that. That's fine. But you know. So you can email them. <laughs> um, you can email us your validation at Mugen Multiverse Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Um, other announcements, though. Um, we have something big coming up this weekend. Oh, I'm pretty excited for Anime Frontier. Anime baby. Frontier here in Fort Worth, Texas, happening from December 3rd through the 5th, Friday through Saturday. We are going to be going, I believe, all three of us are going Saturday, Sunday. I'm mm-hmm. going to try to sneak in mm-hmm. on Friday and see some of these uh different um what are they called um panels mm-hmm. we're gonna go this is i mean this is my first anime convention so True. it's Same. gonna be really cool i'm definitely trying to get some uh good pictures with some mm-hmm. cosplayers and try to really listen in on some of these panels see if they have any good information for what us. Cool anime cosplay you're gonna wear brett i'm gonna be going as a jedi okay nice i've been to one anime expo before i even listened to anime at all i went to the los angeles anime expo i bet that was weird for you not watching ago. anime yeah, it was. I went like ten years ago too. Wow, so, so yeah, weird. Like crazy. I was like nineteen twenty, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, me and my group of friends. Um, we all. It didn't. I don't know if it ended up. 
we wanted to do it seemed like it but we weren't going for that it was like a gender bend um uh, like mario party so oh what's um one of the guys was daisy mm-hmm. me and a, another girl were um mario and luigi nice um and then one girl was toad and then uh, the guy was another guy was bowser so like it almost was gender bend uh, very but, close yeah yeah, yeah very, very close. close but there were so many people that took our picture and we didn't even dress up that well <laughs> just very very <laughs> mediocrely <laughs> yeah um would you consider mario an anime no Okay, no, just making sure. It definitely wasn't. Definitely yeah, wasn't. No, but honestly, uh, there's people there that dress up in like Disney stuff too. Like they, you don't even. It's not even limited to anime. There's people in like Star Wars things. Oh, I know. Um, I'll be the Star Wars person then. Yeah, I'm excited. Star Wars, Disney, video games. So, are you gonna go dress as anybody? I'm not. I'm gonna wear our merch though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If it comes in time, I think we'll should be here Thursday. I'll probably wear my merch on Sunday. Gotcha. Nice. I'll wear my I'll, costume on Saturday. I think I'll probably do, I'll try to do the same. I think that'll be fun. But there's a lot of stuff lined up from that. Um, whether it's just like voice actors or um, just overall YouTubers and stuff like that that we're gonna be like be able to honestly just gain a lot of information from, and then also see all the different um, stands that they have with different merch that we can buy and all kinds of stuff. So I'm really excited yeah. for that. Uh, see what's going on. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, a couple of other things. Uh, today we're gonna be talking about the second half of My Hero Academia season four, and so that we'll dive into here pretty quick. Um, in addition to that, we also have the new Demon Slayer arc coming out here fairly soon. The Entertainment oh, District. Finally. It's going to be dropping on Sunday, which we're going to be watching at the anime convention, which is going to be so cool. That actually is going to be pretty sweet. Um, really cool and then story. afterwards, the 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 three Musketeers are actually going to be talking. The three English dub voice actors are going to be talking about the episode mm-hmm. right after the episode is aired at the actual convention. You haven't read the manga, right? I have I've You've been got spoiled, spoiled like one thing. I've been spoiled two, two things, things. Oh, sadly. Um, so I probably will end up reading it. I haven't, I haven't been spoiled the entertainment district yet. So okay. we'll see. Great arc. Great arc. Um, but also give a big thank you to um, Chromatic who did our song intro song. Definitely really appreciate you, man. Uh, if you're listening as well, uh, hopefully that we can get you on some other songs here pretty soon and we can go from there. But um, as we kind of wrap in the new year and kind of go through Christmas and all that kind of stuff, we're going to be going, finishing out my hero academia. And do we know what we're doing next? Yes. I yes. Think. We have the schedule. We're going to start. We're going to jump in a demon slayer. Um, I thought we were doing Attack on Titan first. I think it is Attack on Titan. Because we're going to be right in the middle of watching Demon Slayer. You are correct. You are correct. Yeah. You are correct. We do Attack on Titan. <laughs> we're going to cover that all the way up till the last, this final season. It's not going to mm-hmm. quite be out by the time we're recording. So we're going to jump to Demon Slayer after Attack on Titan. Um, get all the way through that, all the way through the Entertainment District. Come back, touch on an, uh, Attack on Titan that final season. And then uh, from there, we're going to either jump right into Hunter or maybe mm-hmm. a little series about uh, Tokyo Ghoul. Because mm. I am now on season three of Hunter. Yes, so. she's getting to the good stuff. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Hunter's a good one. The slow burn. Definitely recommend it to anybody. Yeah. And uh, before we get into our recap, we do we did get a message from our Twitter follower, David. We have such a good, good um. <laughs> 
Twitter follower, like good relationship with our only yeah. Twitter oh, yeah, follower. Our, with our one Twitter follower. Thank you. Yeah, which by the way, I'm, I'm going to start tweeting more. I haven't tweeted a whole lot. So, um, what well, have you tweeted? I, um, but by a whole lot, you mean you haven't? I haven't. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It's because I, I haven't gotten it on my phone yet. And usually that's where I do it. And I completely forget about doing it. I honestly, I don't use Twitter at all. So I, yeah, until very recently, I. I was surprised that Twitter was still a thing. I didn't know. It's like the, it's the biggest social media platform right now. Besides TikTok. It. No way. Oh, 100%. Everyone uses it. Yeah. I, mean, I don't get it at all. It, it's just like little tiny quotes like that's it but like uh, these really big people that i follow like it, it may, mainly like star wars people they tweet every day like multiple times a day and i'm like i tweet maybe like once a week <laughs> i tweet zero because i don't have I tweet, i've tweeted zero in the last <laughs> 10 years yeah absolutely um but yeah Easy. but we have posted on our tiktok right yeah yes we did so go check that out it's uh at mugen multiverse did a big boy battle yep we did do a big boy battle video we have mm -hmm. a couple more coming your way um yeah definitely go check that out as well go follow us on tiktok and uh let us know who you mm -hmm. think would win that big boy battle today too yep so anyways uh david messaged us on facebook actually and he just had a question for us about um if we've watched any of the anime shows that he has watched Ooh. and so he's watched um my hero Black Clover, Demon Slayer, uh, Gungrave, Jujutsu Kaisen, and most recently, Noblesse. Noblesse is that what it, is that what it's called? Noblesse, yeah, that's okay, correct. Cool, cool, cool. And he also said that. Um, what did he say? He said, <laughs> "Jay has kind of built me up as being very knowledgeable in anime, and I'm just okay. I think he's being modest. So probably." Well, those are, those are all definitely more modern anime, so it's possible he has just kind of recently within the last couple of years gotten into it. Maybe that's why he's like, oh, I'm not like an OG or anything. Mm -hmm. um, those are all great. I have not seen Gungrave. I'm actually not really sure what Gungrave's about, but now I'm going to have to go look. Yeah, I'm going to have to go look, too. Um, Nobles. Nobles is um, we talked about. I talked about Tower of God in the last one a little bit mm -hmm. as being one of those Mon was one of the Korean webtoons mm -hmm. that ended up becoming um, an anime. Noblesse is the same. Mm -hmm. It's also Korean manhwa originally. Crunchyroll jumped on it and turned it into an anime. A little slow for me. Um, has to do with um, I think it's vampires. I'm pretty sure it's vampires. Hmm. I could be thinking of a different one. Uh-oh. Didn't watch a lot of that one. Um, <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen, one of my top. I love that. I'm all the way caught up in the manga. Incredible, incredible story. Um, obviously, my hero. Uh, have y'all watched my hero? Oh, I've definitely watched I've watched it four times. One. Twice okay. subbed, twice dubbed. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Uh, so weird that you're here. It's a hmm. great show. You should definitely watch pretty, it. Pretty neat. Oh, okay. Same with Demon Slayer. Obviously. I've watched Black Clover. Black Clover. Yes, I've also seen Black that, Clover. Isn't Black Clover, your favorite? No, My Hero's your favorite. My Hero's thought, still my favorite, but uh -huh. Black Clover's up there. Got it. It's it's getting really good, and I'm sure. really liking all of the characters in it so far. They they do really well at um, character development mm -hmm. with a bunch of different characters, like My Hero does. Like like My Hero, like without without spoiling a whole lot for Black Clover, if you go end up watching it, um, she will. <clears throat> my Hero has like the heroes, of course, like in the class that kind of grow up together. Mm -hmm. There's a very similar parallel in mm -hmm. Black Clover that is just True. really, really cool. And you kind of just watch all of that. So gotcha. I guess, Mike, I'm going to kind of 
reverse the question back to David, correct? Yes. yes. Um, what are your favorite Black Clover characters and your favorite My Hero characters Ooh. and why? Can't wait to hear what you say, David. So. Anyway, other than that, yeah, uh, I'm going to have to check out Gungrave now, but all the rest of them seen, all of them are pretty, besides Noblis, um, are pretty top tier for me, actually. All very, very good anime. Um, out of that list, off the top of my head, you should go watch Attack on Titan. Yes. Go check out Attack, Attack on, on Titan. Titan is yes. my favorite If you like anime. Noblis with that kind of Korean um, style and everything, go check out Tower of God for sure as well. Um, I will say, if you do go watch Attack on Titan, episode one will have you hooked up until the very end. It Trudeau. Like yeah, you will not be able to not watch episode two. It you pretty hard. It, it, it's probably one of the most ho- hooking. Is that, like is that the compelling. word for it? Hooking first episode in an anime. I don't think it's the right word. Uh, compelling, I think. Compelling is the yeah, word. Yeah. Compelling is the word. I, I, um, I love and hate how you said snatch, by the way. When did I even say snatch? You said snatch. You ju- you literally <laughs> just said I it like ten seconds ago. In what context? I have it no really idea. snatches you. <laughs> 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 but you gave it like a snatch. Snatch, because uh, um, I was trying to sound like that um, little little girl toddler toddler. Um, have you seen it where she's like snacks? Oh, that snacks. Vine. Yeah, Vine. Pretty sure that was a Vine. No. Oh, probably. Ooh, thought it was fine. Who knows? Ooh, do it for the Vine. <laughs> but, but other than that, thanks I've, again, David. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thanks for that. And um, I think that's it for the thank yous and the announcements. I don't cool, cool, cool. know, but if we're ready for the recap, let's I think, get um, into the recap. Let's, let's get the band together. Here we go. All right. <laughs> Three, two, one. Do, 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 as beautiful as always <laughs> hey um brent uh chromatic we could really use a song there. <laughs> no keep it how it is <laughs> i mean he could just like tune us up i don't know like i don't know i like it okay okay, like okay, it. okay 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 so anyways so we are continuing season four with the remedial course arc, the UA school festival arc and the beginning of the pro hero arc in the remedial course arc. We see Bakugo and Todoroki attend a special hero license course because as we previously saw in season three, they failed the hero license exam. Losers. <laughs> <laughs> that's like literally what probably yeah, Bakugo probably. would say it, 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 it probably both of them are very upset about it yeah, yeah. so um, in the special course they team up with two other students from Shiketsu High School and are tasked with winning over the hearts of a bunch of cute elementary school students I want to talk about this they weren't that cute well no they were they were no, there were some adorable ones felt like a cop out Felt like a cop out. Yeah. What do you mean? Like this remedial, like you failed an important exam to go be a professional hero. So we're going to retest you by making kids happy. But the kids like hated them. Do you know how hard it is to work with children? I don't think you know. Do you work with children at all? Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm a nanny. So I I know how hard it is to work with children. Todoroki was hilarious with interacting with those kids. That's true. It was pretty funny. 
I mean, I loved it. It was adorable. You, it was you funny. expected Bakugo how he reacted. He's going to be He's going to be. He's going to be. Yeah. But Todoroki was just like. How do I respond to these kids? <laughs> <laughs> how do you have every character voice down? Like, I mean, how do you do you study them? I don't even remember what Todoroki's voice sounds like. I just uh, know that's kind it. of it's just kind of like <laughs> smoky and like kind of just like gruff. It, yeah. And very like dark voice. Hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Well, also in this arc, we see an intense conversation go down between All Might and Endeavor as Endeavor is very close to being crowned the number one hero on the Hero Hero Billboard charts. So they basically have like this super intense conversation where All Might basically tells Endeavor that he must become a symbol for the people now and like lead by example Basically and tells Endeavor to do better. Yeah, to you do know, better. As Endeavor, I'm just going to kind of insert a little question here. Do you think he can actually become a symbol of peace? Or do you think he's more of a, a symbol of like power and protection? That's a great question. I think that's what he has been. And I think that's why the focus is now you have to be a symbol of peace. Um, Can he become that? Yes, I think he can, because that's all in the eyes of the citizens. I feel like, Um, you know, we're going to get to, we're going to talk about that. No, that high end Nomu fight at the end of the season. Mm Um that's rough, but he, you know, he, he pulls out, he pulls it out. Uh, you know, though, I don't know. That's a tough it's question. Just, it, Cause I feel like, cause it kind of goes in a little bit of season five. I'm, I'm not going to go too deep into it, but like with Endeavor, he's got a lot of stuff at home. He's got to fix. He's got a lot of stuff in his own head. He's got to fix, but he's already on this number one hero pedestal mm-hmm. and the world I mean, Japan needs a symbol of peace, but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily see him as a symbol of peace. I see yeah. him more of a, as a protector, not, not in a peaceful way like All Might was, but more as like a, a an aggressor. He's, yeah. he's more of an aggressor than All Might he's is. He's like a, a symbol of don't fuck with us, basically. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> I will. I, I mean, that's, that's the whole conversation, right? That's oh, like, yeah. like that's Endeavor literally, I'm pretty sure is like how. Ha- what is the symbol of peace? What is like the symbol of justice? Like, how am I supposed to be that? Because I think he knows he's not really that he's yeah. not all might not saying mm-hmm. he's not, you know, that much less than him, like strength wise or power or anything like that. But definitely that personality that, that all might brought of like, you see him heroically and you just feel at peace. You're like safe. Well, if you see endeavor, you might be thinking like, Oh man, it's just about to go down or like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like to me, it seems like, like I mean, my hero academia. It's it's all about you know Deku Izuku Midoriya, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I think in a way, and like this is not even trying to go on the manga or anything like that. Just from just ep season four. Hey, be careful about be careful about the manga. You never know who's listening. Can you not make those noises? Wait, what? I'm not talking about the manga. I'm just, I'm just saying in general. As a joke, I'll I'll reference it back when we talk about the manga. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, Endeavor, I feel like, is a placeholder for the moment. For Deku. For Deku. Yeah. Because Fair. I don't think he, I, I honestly do not think, he can always be number two, 
I don't think he could be number one. I mean, from the very beginning, is like, it just based on his personality though? From the very beginning, um, you know, All Might has always said to Deku like that he needs to become the symbol of peace, and like so that would probably be he needs to be the number one hero as well. So it definitely feels like Endeavor is just kind of placeholder. And that doesn't mean he still can't struggle with being the number one hero and wanting to show that he can be the number one hero. But yeah, I don't think he's going to be it forever. Yeah. And I think it goes like kind of like the conversation that him and all might have all might. I don't think is pushing the symbol of peace on him as much as he needs him to kind of just take over his role as a teacher, as a mentor, as a person that all of the heroes can look up to because I mean, the world as my hero knows it is going down on heroes and they're not, they're not fans of them right now. So I think it's more of like, Hey, you need to kind of figure out a way to wrap up all these heroes and keep them going. And cause like me getting lost it, the citizens are going to lose that. And if the heroes are not, they don't have somebody to lead them, then they're going to be destroyed. I almost took it as it was more of it was less of all might telling Endeavor how he needed to be the symbol of peace and more of Endeavor asking, how am I supposed to be this symbol oh, of sure, peace? Sure, yeah. um, and his kind of internal struggle with knowing his background, his personality and how he's supposed to live up to all might. Yeah. Yeah. So that conversation happens and then the rest of the arc, nothing really exciting happens, but we do kind of have a funny and very random like side story where Aoyama and um, Deku <laughs> kind of have like a kindling over their friendship and Ayo Aoyama creepily extends like friendship in the form of a cheese message or whatever with the I know. <sighs> You know, we talked, we joked about it last time about Kaminari potentially being that mole. Aoyama also has mole vibes. Just saying. Interesting. Yes. Um, Hero name? Naval laser? Naval laser. Gotcha. Or is the name of his quirk? No, naval. No. Wait. Yes. uh, Can't stop shining. Can't Can't stop stop sparkling. Can't stop shining. Can't stop. What? Right? Tell me I'm right. It's one of those. Well, can't stop his, twinkling. His, can't stop twinkling. Yeah, can't stop twinkling. I knew it. Wow. Yeah. His um Yeah, can't stop twinkling. His quirk is navel laser. Yeah. Here we go. Sorry, yeah. I'm not I'm not good with like a lot of names. I know a couple I probably know about 20% of their actual names, but then there's some of them that like You know what's interesting? Real quick, and I'll let you get back to the recap, I swear. The the pro heroes, we don't hear their names, their actual names very often. We know them all by like their hero names and everything. Whereas in the students, we're more focused on their actual like we don't call them, you know, gravity and yes. um, froppy and fro- every kind of stuff we use, you know, Ochako and Sue and yeah, I think the Tushima only one like Toshinari is the only one that really has ever been like Toshinari. actually named, which Toshinari. is All Might and yeah. or Toshinari, yeah. And I didn't know this. All do you know All Might's name or uh, not All Might's uh, Endeavor's name? Uh, yeah, it's NG. Right? Yeah, NG. NG Todoroki. NG Todoroki. But it's an interesting comparison, kind of like, yeah, I'm not going to talk about it yet. I'm and about it um, Aizawa, we always hear his name, but his first name is uh, Daddy. Shoda. Daddy. <laughs> Shoda. 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 I didn't know that. Shoda Aizawa. I didn't know that actually. I also like how everybody calls Todoroki, like Shoto, like his name is Todoroki to everybody, yet the entire Todoroki family. It's just funny. Shoto. I mean, cause like if he, if, if, if there was a picture of Shoto 
I would be like, oh, that's Todoroki, mm-hmm. not that's Shoto. Yeah. Like, I mean, yes, I would. I, like, I knew the difference, but like just overall in general, immediately I'm going to think, oh, that's Todoroki. I know there's some that we go by their first names and some that we go by their last names. I think it's like confusing. Bakugo. It's like high school football vibes. Yeah. Anyways, so this arc ends with Bakugo and Todoroki, <laughs> Todoroki uh, earning their provisional hero license. And Class 1A begins prepping for the UA School Festival. Oh, boy. Uh, some question whether or not it's a good idea to have a big old school festival since there has been a lot of villain activity lately. And UA has been frequently targeted in the past, but everyone, but in the end, everyone is on board and excited to have a good time. To be honest, I would say this is like foreshadowing. They're like, should we do this? And they're like, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. It's going to be fine. Do you want me to talk about that? I can definitely talk about. We, we know that you don't like the teachers right now. Negligence. Negligence. Okay, but this part, this school festival, I don't think was negligence. They're just trying well, to do. They're just trying to have a they fun did school prepare. festival. They had a lot of defense set up. It would be different if they were like, if it would be different <laughs> if they were like, hey, let's all go camping again. But it's on school grounds. It's just a festival for the students, and I don't know if they're. <laughs> If their family's Brett's are, having problems, you have over a Charlie you. horse. No, I, my my leg's fast asleep all the way oh. up to my kneecap, and I can't feel my leg. <laughs> Oof, I hate that. My leg, I, my you, leg. Okay. <laughs> anyway, no, hold on. I'm not done. Listen here. I uh, the <laughs> these students just had this crazy thing with overhaul and airy. And all this stuff just happened. Let's like, party. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Let's say, uh, hey, that was fun. Let's party. And let's have our defense be uh, a student not supposed to be in the woods and a guard dog. It wasn't a student in the woods. It was, like that wasn't the that wasn't the security system. The security system. What? The system. The security system. Right. Was um, hound dog. Right. The guard and, dog. And. And um, the school counselor, ectoplasm, ectoplasm oh, that's was right. ectoplasm also was there. That's right there. But they had like a whole bunch. Like everybody had like there was there was a lot. There was a lot. They also had an actual security system. Kind of makes me think because a Labrava, Labrava has to go in with a computer and try to shut down the school security system. So they that's do true. have like an actual one. Anyways, back to the recap. It's a bad idea. So, some question whether or not it's a good idea, but you know what? They do it anyways. Uh, <laughs> a lot of fun ideas are passed around for the festival. Um, so, the class has to do their own performance, basically. And so, um, Denki decides he wants to do a maid cafe. Yuraka wants to do a mochi shop. Izuka wants to do a hero quiz. Um, Mina wants to just do dancing. And Ida wants to do a lecture. A public lecture. Would. Wow. Uh, but the class finally decides that they will do a live song and dance performance. Deku and Mirio visit Eri in the hospital where she has been recovering from the events that happened in the overhaul arc. Her horn, where she radiates her power from, is significantly smaller and she is no longer in danger of accidentally using her quirk. Deku notices that she is still very traumatized from her past and has the idea to invite her to the school festival in order to raise her spirits. Meanwhile, we have. Two new villains introduced, Gentle Criminal and his, I think, lover. 
She seems like his lover. She's obsessed with him. <sighs> Slash sidekick, La Brava. He tries to produce online videos of his crimes, but they don't really like generate a lot of attention. So he starts to look for something truly extraordinary. Extraordinary? Extraordinary. I can't talk today. It's okay, I say. But he tries to look for something truly criminal, like, I don't know, taking over a school festival. <laughs> was he even, I don't even know if he was trying to take Not it take over. Not take over, I think but he just invade to, like, it. Yeah, just be he like, just ha, to get I got through. past UA security. Yeah, exactly. You fools. He wants to invade the school s- festival. So in the upcoming weeks before the festival, Deku and All Might decide to try new techniques for Deku's quirk, where he trains his fingers to use more controlled movements. On the day of the festival, and after having completed some training with his new support items, Deku is on his way back to school from the store and runs into none other than Gentle Criminal and La Brava. Deku soon realizes that Gentle is on his way to infiltrate UA, and a fight quickly ensues. Gentle uses his quirk elasticity against Deku while Deku uses his new special move, Delaware Smash Air Force. That feels like a like a long title for a move, but Delaware Smash Air Force. Delaware Smash yeah. Air Force. He could have just stuck with Air Force. True. Or something. But he's you know, he's got that all might obsession. Um, Deku is determined to not let Gentle Criminal infiltrate UA since that will cause a major lockdown of the school and the festival will be canceled. Labrava uses her quirk love to boost Gentle's powers in order to defeat Deku and make it to the school uh, because Gentle's also like they're both Deku and Gentle are both like as motivated as the other mm-hmm. to like do this thing. Like Gentle really wants to get into that school and Deku really doesn't want him to so random question not one of our official ones you think he tries as hard if Aries not there hmm? just as hard I think he definitely. Uh, I think so <clears throat> I think yeah definitely I mean it kind of in the back of his head he's like oh I don't want her to get hurt but at the same time I think it's it's just the ideal of him breaking into UA and he doesn't want him to interrupt it, it's more of like they don't want he doesn't want him to interrupt a good thing that's happening there. Yeah. Exactly. Because of all the crap that's been happening to them. He wants for his friends. He wants for everybody at, I just UA remember because his that, biggest, yeah. his biggest thing was like, he has that, all those like flashbacks and thoughts about like yeah. airy and like all that kind of stuff being there. I think, I mean, maybe he's not like as emotionally, but he'll, he's definitely going to be more physically like, yeah, he's going to be on the same physical level of, yeah, you're not coming in. Yeah. So, Fair. After an intense and emotional battle, Deku comes out victorious and has defeated his first villain on his own since earning his provisional license. Isn't that great? Yeah. Uh, Deku arrives just in time for Class 1A's performance and they rock the shit out of their show. Everyone is amazing and we finally see Aerie becoming free of Overhaul's grip on her and she becomes alive during their performance. So she finally like comes out of her shell and she's like, yeah, let's rock a girl. Oh, she has so much fun. It's a it's a very heartwarming moment with her on top of Mirio's shoulders and like mm-hmm. him looking up at her. It's like she's happy. She's yeah, and she's he's like laughing. crying. He's like crying. Yep. Ugh, I love it. Uh, as season four comes to an end, we get a peek of the pro hero arc in the last two episodes. We learn that Ari is transferring to UA, and Aizawa will be monitoring um, her powers. The Wild Wild Pussycats have come to town to attend the announcement of the JP Hero Billboard chart, where Endeavor has now become the number one hero and Hawks is introduced as the number two hero. Meanwhile, we see League of Villains member Dobby approach a warehouse to unleash a high-end Nomu. 
back in the Kyushu, Kyushu just. Kyushu. Mm-hmm. Kyushu district. We see the first mention of Destro when a disgruntled citizen is spurred on by Destro's autobiography tries to liberate himself. He's quickly apprehended by Hawks, who then goes on to have lunch with Endeavor. During their lunch, Hawk tells Endeavor of Nomu activities sprouting around the region. And as their lunch continues, the high end Nomu conveniently crashes through the restaurant demanding to know who is the strongest of them. That was an intense um, A battle then ensues between Endeavor and the high-end Nomu. And that's kind of where we wrap up season four. Yeah, he goes through all that and barely he's a prominence burn, barely, barely makes it through, which, mm-hmm. before we get more into it, actually, I have one more one question before we get to that one. So actually, we'll, we'll go ahead and we're just going to we're going to jump right in. Question number one. What if gentle criminal didn't exist? <laughs> would anything change? Yes or no? I think Deku would have made it back to the UA on time. <laughs> and he would have maybe been able to be not as stressed into trying to get to the performance. <laughs> right. Maybe enjoyed the festival a little bit more beforehand. I can't remember. Does he get in trouble? Yeah, ectoplasm and um and hound dog both get they both kind of get and, on and they kind of scold him a little bit they're, a little bit they're like my guy you can't just you're still a student relax you should have let one of us know but get on back everything's fine yeah because yeah. basically in the end um deku kind of feels for gentle because like he's he he i think they he sees like his similar qualities in him and um, cause gentle criminal is a, a different kind of villain, you know, like he's, True. I don't know exactly what he's in it for. I forget all his backstory because they do go through like his whole backstory. He was, a, he was a student at UA and stuff like that. And I don't know exactly what, um, made him be a villain in the end, but we also see his like little love story with La Brava. I'm convinced they're in love with I each other. I, I would say she's in love with how- him and he... You know how you have anti-heroes? I think he's an anti-villain. I okay, okay, that's fair. I can see that. He's just—he's not necessarily the bad guy. He just doesn't have his thoughts in the right place. Just, just right. Here's my thing. He's literally there to showcase Deku's new power. It's true. Yeah, that's to grow Deku a little bit more. That is the the entire plot and purpose of Gentle Criminal. Oh, look. Deku can use his look. He learned, uh, and he can fight a Air criminal Force. like on his own. And he can fight a criminal on his. But own. it also shows that villains are also people, mm-hmm. and oh. it kind of shows that Deku cares for people in a different way. Whereas, like you're a villain, yes, but he actually is gonna be like, yo, like, why are you doing that? Like, I, I'm like, I understand where you're coming from, but like, why don't you do it this way instead? Like. Deku is like this hero that you you legit think he's an actual hero because he comes in and like not only saves the people that are getting like hurt, but also saves the villain in the mm-hmm. end as well. Yeah, that is true. So I guess while there were still good points and 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 some character development and growth within that with Gentle Criminal wasn't necessary. Wasn't necessary and did it actually change anything? No, no, like if, not, if the storyline was never there, the 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 school festival happens anyway. Um, he learns so Air Force anyway. He learns Air Force yeah, anyway. I think, I think the only thing that would change is that he doesn't have that first 
win under his belt that he feels like he did something that was useful and he protected UA and he had that interaction with a villain and had that sort of sympathy for them or empathy for them, you know, but uh, overall story. No, it doesn't change anything. I think just in, in Deku's head, it might change a couple things. He's still Mm going to have that hero mentality, but he might not have like the growth may take a little bit longer. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I agree. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, we're going to go on, move on to question number two then. I just thought I'd ask that just because, you know, I thought it was you know, pretty pointless. No, I got um, <laughs> Like, I thought Jonathan. But this stupid. one, real question time, question number two. What if, I, we're going to do this a two-parter, so we're going to start with, what if Endeavor lost the fight against the high-end Nomu? How does that affect society, which is already at this point teetering on kind of um, going against heroes at this point? They'd be like, oh, my God, heroes fucking suck. (laughs) Great. Number one. Uh huh. Okay, who's the next number one, I guess. So if you were to look at it like number wise, so Endeavor, I, I will say like if you're talking like power level or just like just ability wise. Yes, he's definitely number two, number one as of like end of season four, but like margin wise, he has a huge margin on all the other heroes. I feel like power level wise. And like the the pro heroes that are lined up right now, you have Hawks, Best Genus, Edshot, Mirko. I'm not even to go down the list anymore. <laughs> you have those top five. Mirko, probably your most powerful out of all of those. Uh, str- just pure strength. Just pure strength. Yeah. Like you're, I, I just, it's going to be such a struggle. Cause like he loses. So when you say he loses, he dies or just loses the battle. And the Nomu just kind of goes off on a rampage. I think he'd have to die. He, I think he has to die. If he lost, but didn't die, I think that would be even worse. Honestly, I think you're right. Actually, that's going to look bad. And he's going to, and we look so, I mean, I guess to some people, it seemed like he did lose because in the end of that fight, he's like, so, so, so messed up and beat up. And, and, um, I think somebody had to. Did somebody have to intervene in the middle of it? I mean, Hawks, I mean, Hawks kind of helped a little bit, but yeah. it, I mean, his feathers burned up real fast. Yeah. He didn't do a whole lot. He he propelled Endeavor when Endeavor was kind of getting to the point of not yeah. being able to move very well. Mm-hmm. And then Mirko, so, is it Marco or Mirko? I call her Mirko. Mirko. Yeah, Mirko doesn't show up until the very end. I don't think. Right. Okay. No. Yeah. No. Very. Yeah. She's. I just remember her, them showing her when they're announcing the heroes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then she, does, she she shows up at the end of that fight. That's right. At the that's credit right. scene. The, yes. the credit scene. Yeah. She yes. shows up for a little bit right before um, that's Dobby shows she up. She always does. Like, just shows up for like a second. Like, hey, what's up? Bye. That's the first we really see of her. Well, yeah. In the, we'll see more of her. Yeah. We'll definitely will. Um, <laughs> I love her. But yeah, if so, if Endeavor loses, a lot of things happen. So, of course, society as a whole just kind of like, well, crap, I guess heroes suck now. <laughs> I guess right? this, this is going to be a villain world. Number two, I think Shoto is just absolutely devastated and just kind of, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, honestly, I think, I don't know if what Shoto would do if he saw his dad on live television die or lose. Sure. Just it, it would have been really hard on him. I don't know if he would have been able to continue. Kind of thing. Uh, I, mm. 
I still think they continue to try and train the new heroes, the kids and, Mm -hmm. um, and all that kind of stuff. But I definitely think that. (sighs) I think if Endeavor had died, they would have been like, okay, let's take a step back. Let's reformulate, you know, our whole ranking system like maybe not even have a ranking system not even have a number one hero or number two or number three or whatever what have you i think um they go back and they just kind of redo their whole system of heroes and um maybe it happens a lot sooner where all other heroes are kind of just like all right let's just you know go do our own thing or what have you I think also Endeavor, because All Might doesn't have an agency. Endeavor has the biggest agency there is in Japan. Mm-hmm. He dies. I mean, yeah, somebody will probably step up and lead it, but it's not going to be. Mean, we've the seen same. the other agency. Who's going to lead that? You don't. You, I mean, honest, maybe Shoto at some point, but he's a he's a kid. Like oh, yeah. he's not going to do that anytime soon. Yeah. And then you have all these villains rising up. Like mm-hmm. it's going to be absolute chaos without. Uh, without going too much more into it because it kind of touches into what it does happens in season five i think what happens kind of there in season five happens sooner mm-hmm. for sure yeah i think that's what it is i think the villains say like well we just absolutely wrecked endeavor and he's the strongest so we can pretty much do whatever we want now we got this this is our world and um yeah i i, I don't think it's full shutdown of ua or anything like that but i think uh I think society as a whole completely loses faith in heroes and uh, heroes would have to find themselves a way to win them back and get through this Nomu situation. For sure. <clears throat> Do you guys hear me gulping right now? I did not. I did not, oh. but I just took a big swig of tea too. I just ran out of tea, sadly. It was my last little drop. I'm going to have to make some more. I went to a tea party today. <laughs> Why was I not? I like tea. (laughs) No, uh, there's like a whole bunch of tea rooms around here where you can go have like high tea, actually, like have an actual tea party and then like stuff with it. And then you can also just have like a lunch at a tea room. So they had this rose tea with vanilla in it. And it was like a not sweet. It wasn't a sweet tea either. It was an unsweet tea. But it just had all these different flavors in it. And it was really. Was it hot? Or no, iced. It was iced. I'm curious. I like um, it was really delicious, actually. Because Ooh. like, whereas like the normal American is like a coffee addict, I'm a mm-hmm. tea addict. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious. I don't know about the flavored tea, but I would mm-hmm. love to try like their different black teas, just straight up the most bitter. Because like that, that's how I am with tea. Mm-hmm. Like as some people are with like black coffee. I like just straight black tea. I like it bitter as bitter as and strong <laughs> as possible. <laughs> It's so good. I need yeah, sweet. There's um there's was really, really delicious. So I was like, oh, this is so good. Uh, but yeah, there's a whole bunch of so because my nanny kid just turned four and um she really loves tea parties and stuff like that. So I took her to a tea room to have like a real tea party. That's cool. She had pink lemonade. She I was about to say tea. it was funny because I remember I asked her. <laughs> I was like, What kind of tea do you have? She's like, pink tea. Yeah. And then you're like, Yeah, and what did it taste like? lemonade <laughs> we, oh we didn't tell her it was weird. lemonade. we didn't tell her it was lemonade we just gave her 
um, pink lemonade. Like uh, the waitress was uh, talking to me and I was like, yeah, we're not going to actually give her tea. Can you just like, she's like, we got pink lemonade. I'm like, yeah, can we just put that in a teacup and a teapot and bring it out? And so they brought that out for her. And and we had like tea foods too. Like there was no like meal. We got this. um, Crumpets. We no, but we had like, pumpkin bread we had chicken salad we had soup we had um quiche we had a fruit it was like all these like a sampler of all these different foods that was like was there boysenberries (laughs) there was no boysenberries you know it would be cool like but the only thing i could see in a tea room is if there was just like a whole bunch of really fine china and then, like, you know, like, the earth mm-hmm. starts shaking. There's, like, a big, like, earthquake, you know? Mm-hmm. Just, like, you know, you know how, like, yes, sometimes yes. happens? Oh, look at this folly work. <laughs> See how we're doing it? Like, yeah, you, I, you know? I, I don't think even we, know. No, I think we work. get it. Well, what's <laughs> happening here? I think, <laughs> I'm good. And this, what is happening? This is I don't be know. Awesome. You're shaking your mic? <laughs> I'm not shaking the- Incredible. <laughs> incredible content, folks. You heard it here, folks. First, a real live earthquake in Texas. <laughs> It has happened. Has it? Yeah. When? That movie Tremors. Was that Texas? It's films in Texas. <laughs> it's Y'all filmed such- in Texas. Y'all are so full of shit. I mean, the only so time I've it. it's earthquaked at least like three times because of the big boy battles, you know? Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, wait. <laughs> Should I summon the earthquake again? <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. Oh no, it's like, okay. That's staying no, in the can podcast. I, can, I, <laughs> can I get another earthquake? Please? I got you with the earthquake. Oh my gosh, you know what would be crazy? It happened in a tea room with all this nice fine china. An earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> what what's that? Uh, I'm the worst and welcome to my <laughs> big boy battle. I'm Marty, your big boy, and here's my battle. <laughs> We're going a little off the rails today. Oh, you say little? Oh, I have a little boy I battle. said big. Little boy battles. <laughs> so what is it? Mine today. What? Is. Minetta. Minetta. <laughs> the boy. The littlest boy. The boy versus. Why did the name leave me? <laughs> oh, I got it. Minetta versus Sunitsu. But. Awake. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, Zanitsu wouldn't be scared of Medea. Uh, yeah, so I don't think good. he'd be intimidated by him. He'd be annoyed. He might be scared once he throws the balls at him. Mm-hmm. Like, why are these sticky? This is weird. Get me out <laughs> of here. These don't actually taste like grape. <laughs> Dang it. I think, ah, think Mineta wins that one. No, Zanitsu. When have you ever seen Zanitsu actually do anything awake? True. Okay, besides Damn protect it. Nezuko. But that well. wasn't like combat. Oh, uh, that's sad, but I think it's I think it's Mineta. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he has just as bad um like stats as Aaron does before he becomes a Titan as like doing his job. You know? <laughs> He's like Aaron's Armin. literally killed one Titan in human form. One. And oh. then just one? Which one? Two? One or two? One. Oh, okay. I believe mm. you. It's one. That's rough. If you if you go back and watch it. One time, <laughs> he's trained all this to How kill. How many Mikasa kill? Huh? Mikasa, Mikasa? what's that number? Oh, countless numbers. Mikasa. Mikasa. 
Oh, by the way, spoiler alert for Attack on Titan for anybody that doesn't want to. Uh-oh, they kill Titans. They kill Titans. Dad, you better be watching Attack on Titan and actually paying attention to it and not listening to it in the background. Yeah. Hey, Jay, don't do that. <laughs> it's hey, such Jay, a good... It's hey, so good. I'm, this is uh, this is actually turned into Jay's corner real quick. Hey, Jay, listen real fast. <laughs> I love you, man. You're like a... Father-in-law. Father-in-law to me. <laughs> <laughs> but... But when you're stop, I can't concentrate. <laughs> I was gonna echo you echo when you're when you're watching anime. I'm gonna need you to to pay full attention. To anime. <laughs> I know he's anime. he texts me stuff about like questions about Attack on Titan, and I'm like, my dude, if you watched it, you would know the answers. And then I think we were um, was it when we were playing D and D with him? He actually admitted that he had it on in the background. He was just chilling, going on yeah. in the background. I'm like, my like, man, you're missing it, father. You have to watch it with your eyes and your ears it's and, not friends it's not the office it's not a background show you gotta know what you, you gotta, gotta pay, attention pay attention to what's going on there's a lot of info in there so uh go back try that again there's some little easter eggs too mm-hmm. good luck love you have fun right. <laughs> um anyway my big boy battle yes this week we're going a little way from my hero okay is gonna be hisoka from Hunter Hunter. Please. Please. I just watched that episode recently and the whole time he was there. I was like in a ball like with my fist Wait. curled because I was like, please end this. It's just we finished Heaven's Arena. So I can say the nin? Yeah. Bungee gum. <laughs> I've been waiting to say oh, that this whole time. Oh my gosh. So bungee gum. Hisoka versus Rent Goku from Demon Slayer. <gasps> okay, I have a question. Yes. Uh, okay. Um so cuz Demon Slayer the the effects of Right. This is quite a yes. It's a, Okay, so so the fire is not necessarily there. It's not actual fire. It's not actual fire. It's just sword it's play. It's just effects. It's just all sword play. That's correct. how Demon Slayer works. That is correct. So it is a very, very good swordsman. Correct. Versus a person that has these superpowers. Correct. Yeah. Dude. Now you still see how fast Rengoku is. Oh, for sure. Rengoku is extremely fast. You see how strong Hisoka wins it. It's Hisoka. Landslide. Yeah. Sorry, dude. Come on. Landslide. I he love Rengoku. A little bit he of used to, No, he used to be my background on my screen. Like yeah. on my. On, yeah. But I can't give Rengoku the credit because I don't even think that. Um, what, what's his name? Z- uh, what's the demon? Oh, uh, Akaza, Akaza, Akaza yeah, yeah, Akaza. I don't think uh, he could beat Hisoka. Oof, really? I really don't. I think Hisoka would wipe the floor with probably. I I don't know all the Demon Slayer characters just yet, but I would at least say those now, being too on. really powerful. Uh, Hisoka was still like I I know he went a little easy on Gone, but he was smacking him. He was punching him pretty hard. Akaza punched a hole through your boy. You don't think but he can this, land a hit and do some damage thing, to Hisoka? Though, is that they don't. If they don't, either know what, one of them. If they don't know what Nen is, mm, let's assume yeah. they do. Let's assume they know what Nen is. Can they use Nen? Uh, let's just say for if they can use Nen, then it would be Rengoku. Yeah, for sure. If Rengoku, if, let's if just it was say like he a, can use Gyo, so he can see, he can see the Nen happening. He can see Bungee Gum. How about that? If he could see it, I say it would be more uh, a, a more. It's going to be a better fight, but I still think Hisoka would win Rengoku. For sure. Yeah. Because basically it's like having magical powers and then just 
being really talented. I, I would say I mean, maybe you've okay. Seen it, if if can... Akaza or Akaza can see it, I think it'd be a very even match. I thought this was between Ren Goku and Hikari. It is. I'm, I'm I'm allowing yeah, both. Both yeah, are spicy. Yeah, yeah, no, That's yeah. the only thing is that because because it it would be like putting of just a human versus like I mean of incredible swordsman of course versus somebody who has magical powers. It's kind of just like. I mean, you see all the time the cocky man with magical powers to getting taken over by somebody that's just got pure talent and training. Just saying. Samurai Jack for you. There it is. There it is. <laughs> it's the man. I wish I knew. I was about to try and bust out into that song, but I don't know it anymore. I don't know either. Well, Samurai Jack. I still think it would, not that I want it to be because I fucking hate his so cool. I hate him so much. I love, I don't love, I hate how. Uh, it's just God. stop. Oh, I hate it so much. What does he say? He's like, I'm so excited. Like I forget. He like, says I'm so turned on. Oh, he does. He does say I'm so turned on right now. Like <laughs> I was gonna say, I can't do it. <laughs> it's so. Oh, I can man. do this. So I just can't. I can't. We'll no. talk more about it. So cringy. in about six months or so. Still number one cringy hero for or cr- hero <laughs> character for me. <laughs> yes, he is so cringy. Super cringy. Mm-hmm. If you haven't watched Hunter, go watch Hunter. Also. <laughs> incredible anyways um, so did you did we have another question well so it? we didn't really go on i didn't give you the second half the, the second half of the question which is what we were gonna go yeah. into so we just talked about endeavor losing that fight what if now we know i know he won but it was like a very sketchy iffy win what if endeavor handily destroys this nomu then I think easily like, all might level obliterates him then i think everyone would be like yeah. Yeah, he's a pilot. Okay, villain. <laughs> uh, uh, villains. Do they... We, we don't have to talk about it a lot because it's going into season five, but do the villains take these steps and start pushing towards these things like they do in season five as quickly as they do? Or do you think there may be... I feel like there may be more wary now because I think they see that. They see Endeavor struggle against the No Moon. They're like, we can do this. Yeah. If if this is the biggest power we have to deal with right now, we can do this. But if he handles it and is like next, they're like, were you almost gonna say next bitch? I was like next bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I um, think yeah, I think um, the whole population, the whole community, everybody would be like, hell fucking yeah, this is our next number one. Or, this is our number one hero, yeah. And they'd be like totally behind him, one hundred percent, because they'd see how powerful he is, like right out the rip. And um, there wouldn't be so many people questioning him. Probably nobody would be like questioning mm-hmm. him after that i still don't think he'd have as good character development though i think he needed, he needed to get knocked on his face that's fair because i that's think he still because he kind of was this like cocky number two hero like very like kind of all up in himself kind of thing and i think getting knocked on his face kind of made him this more mature hero it's a nice scar he's got yeah, there yeah yeah because also the whole time his whole you know career his whole career that he wants for his kid is to surpass all might his first huge battle like imagine if this was all might that had you know in all Might in his like prime or whatever fighting this nomu like he would have knocked him out like immediately like probably would have had less of a hard time that endeavor definitely less of a hard time i think he he definitely comes out of that without without help i think it's a little humbling for endeavor to have such a hard time with it and realize like 
Yeah. Um, I don't so know. So him having that hard time is actually kind of necessary to the character yes. development of Endeavor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree with that. For sure. I'm really curious as to why, like, Shikaraki could have most easily, like, brought his crew and killed Endeavor with that Nomu there. That's true. True. Like... I know that they were like trying to just cause chaos and kind of just doing that whole thing. But really, I mean, I don't think they were trying to kill Endeavor. No, they weren't. They were, they were just, testing. It was, yeah, they were definitely testing. And they were um, I forgot exactly what the whole idea of releasing Nomu there was. But whatever it was, I mean, they could have definitely easily killed Endeavor right there. Well, if you recall, because. It's going to be in season five that we see why the Nomu was. Right. Should we talk about it at all? I mean, we can we can wait till season five. That'll be something we can start off. Leave it on a cliffhanger. Basically, (laughs) it didn't have to be Endeavor, but the Nomu there was there for a reason. For sure. For sure. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, basically, this is what happened. And I was going to basically here. Season five. (laughs) Well, guys and gals and all our non-binary pals. I liked what you did there. Thanks. I think I've heard it from somewhere. That's not like original. Oh, okay. I didn't like make it up. I was going to give you full credit. Oh, thanks. I didn't make it up, but um, I just wanted to, you know, talk to everyone. Yeah, everyone. And ask what you thought of this episode. What have you thought of our questions? If you have different perspectives on or different answers for the questions we asked please let us know i know we, we talked a lot in the beginning about you know a bunch of different stuff you know maybe about 50 50 anime this time but you know yeah you know what good stuff good stuff thank you yeah thank you if you want to know more about boys and berries go to notberryfarms.com notsberryfarms.com and go check them out in anaheim california because i know all about it could you so impressed uh, I don't know if that's the website. Don't go to that website. It might not it's be very possible. That's it's, a website. Pro- it's probably that website. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> go check it out. Would not surprise if me. If anybody wants to go with me to Nosbury Farm, let's make a trip to California. Let's go together. Also, hi. I, I know, but I'm also talking to like. Okay. Do you think? Do you think the listeners know yet? Know that I'm from California. <laughs> I think we make it very obvious. Do we? Yeah. Oh, okay. What? That I'm married to you, Marty? <laughs> Me and Brett are married. Yeah. Yes, it's very obvious. Because you guys flirt with each other through the whole episode. Maybe if my wife would flirt with me. Anyways, um, I will also say this: um, if you are listening to this, in uh, whenever it comes out, and or two days after it comes out. We will be at Anime Frontier this weekend, December 3rd through the 5th. Mm-hmm, so come check mm-hmm, us out. Mm-hmm. Come say hey or send us an email and let us know when you're going to be there. And uh, we'll uh, definitely come say hi. I know in laps, 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 laps. What am I saying? <laughs> well, uh, last, hello? Last episode? Last episode? Last episode, Marty said not to have lunch with us, but please have lunch with us. Yeah, definitely. We'll take you out to lunch. It'll be good. And then we Recant can- Recant uh, your statement. Now, I will say I'll be going to a lot of panels, so- um, I'll definitely be doing all that, but maybe we can squeeze some time. Maybe and get, get some like get some tea or together some or, or some tea. If you buy me lunch, we can go to lunch together. Oh, he's the worst. If I buy you lunch, we'll go to lunch. Together. No, if they buy me lunch. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. What about that subway card? <laughs> There's nothing on it. <laughs> well, guys, thank you for tuning in. You can multiverse. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.